0: You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and before we get started with today's episode, I want to make sure that you know that I'll be teaching a free masterclass the first week of April all about how to overcome overwhelm. If you ever feel like the weight of your family is on you, on your shoulders, and you are about to collapse underneath the load of it all, this class is for you. I will teach you three actionable steps you can take to start reprioritizing your responsibilities and shifting your perspectives, so family life feels more manageable and less overwhelming. Sound too good to be true? Well, the class is free, so you have nothing to lose by signing up and coming to see if I can help you. The Overcoming Overwhelm Masterclass will be offered twice during the first week of April, so you can choose the time that is best for you, and there will also be a replay. Just go to 3 podcastcom slash masterclass to reserve your seat. That's 3 podcastcom slash masterclass. You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and this episode is sponsored by Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. I love how a cute shoe can elevate an outfit, but now that I'm getting older, i found that I need good support for my shoes as well. Is it too much to ask for shoes to be stylish and supportive? Luckily, it's not too much to ask for Vionic Shoes, and I can attest that their shoes are both comfortable and so very cute. I have both the Brighton boots in black and the Kimmy sneaker in tan leather, and both are a delight to wear all day long. Vionic began by revolutionizing medical orthotics, and today they continue to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day, with beautiful curated styles for every season. I really appreciate that with all of Vionic's shoes, boots, and slippers, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. Wear them and love them, or return within 30 days for a full refund. If you want to try Vionic Shoes for yourself or get them as a gift for someone you love this holiday season, use code 3IN30 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at www.vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's code 3IN30 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at vionicshoes.com, one-time use only at Vionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Welcome to 3 and 30, a podcast to help you feel more like yourself within your motherhood. Each 30-minute episode features three actionable takeaways to help you become a more self-assured mom, someone who knows yourself, honors your needs, and loves your people. Listen in to feel encouraged as we learn together how to overcome overwhelm and find more magic in motherhood. I'm your host, Rachel Nielsen. I'm so glad you're here. Monday, my friends, and happy Thanksgiving week if you are in the United States and if you're celebrating this holiday. I have always loved the focus on gratitude that this season of the year brings to my life, and that's why I was so excited to be able to release a new product this month. I hope you've heard me talking about our digital Flex of Gold journal for kids, I've been doing the Flex of Gold journal for mothers for the last three years. And throughout those years, many of you have asked, when can we get a version of this type of gratitude journaling for our children? And I have been so thrilled to be able to release this this year. It is a printable version. So you buy it once and you download it and then you have the file and you can print it out for all of your kids in your house. You could print out the entire thing and have it bound at a print shop and maybe give it to them for Christmas. Or if you're not sure that your kids can really commit to a journaling practice for an entire year, you could even just print out a month, maybe the next month, where you really want them to focus on gratitude, as well as the story of the parable of the minor at the beginning of the journal which sort of sets up this metaphor that weaves through the whole journal about how important it is to look for small golden moments in your life and to start tracking them, recording them, gathering them. My graphic designer, Bree, turned this into a beautiful coloring page spread so you could print out the parable of the miner, read it to them while they color it in, and then challenge them to write down a fleck of gold each day for a week or for a month. My daughter Sally has been loving this since I got it printed for her a couple of weeks ago, and I just hope that it will be such a meaningful tradition in your family and a way that you can start to build a culture of gratitude in your family. You can purchase the printable at 3 and 30 podcastcom slash shop, and if you use the code KIDS, you will get 50% off through the end of November, and that takes the total down to $4.99, so I wanted this to be really affordable for families because I feel so strongly in the power of having a communal gratitude practice. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in this episode. So with the release of this product this month, I have been thinking a lot about how to teach children the skill of gratitude. Because as much as we wish that our children just came to us as little grateful beings, that they just knew that they should be grateful for all of the things that other people do for them. It's been my experience, and I'm guessing it's been yours as well, that kids don't necessarily automatically feel that way. Certainly, some kids are probably more predisposed than others to be more naturally grateful. But gratitude really is a skill, and it is something that you can teach your kids. It's something that they have to practice. And I think the first time that I ever really thought about that concept was way back in 2014 When I was an editor for a podcast called Power of Moms, this is what I did prior to starting 3 and 30 and some of you who've heard me tell my origin story of how the podcast came to be have heard me talk about Power of Moms because it was really within that organization that I started to learn a lot about motherhood, to recognize that I wanted to share some more of my thoughts and to learn and grow and teach. And that's the first place that I got to be a podcast guest on their podcast. And I loved it so much that I got the idea to start this show. So Power of Moms will always be incredibly close to my heart. And I will forever be grateful that in my first few years of motherhood, I was their content editor. And so I got to read literally every single parenting article that went up on their website. What an amazing education I was getting from motherhood mentors who were a few years ahead of me, or in some cases, a lot of years ahead of me sort of distilling their best advice for moms. And I'm so, so grateful for that opportunity that I had. And some of those articles have stayed with me to the point that 10 years later, I can still remember the titles of some of these articles. I'm still thinking back to some of the things I learned. And one of those special articles that I've always remembered is sort of the basis of this podcast episode today. So Power of Moms is no longer actively publishing articles, but all of them are still up. And I went back and I found this article that was written in 2014, and the author is a woman named Tiffany Erickson. I have no idea where Tiffany Erickson is. I would love to thank her and credit her for this article. If any of you know her, you'll have to connect me to her. It actually is a wildly small world sometimes. So Tiffany, maybe eventually you will hear this. But I'm just so grateful that you wrote this article about gratitude all those years ago, and it has stayed with me. And I'm actually going to read some excerpts from it, actually quite a bit of it today in this episode. So this article is called Landing Gratitude, and this is what Tiffany says. I spent much of my high school life feeling sorry for myself. I wasn't tall enough, talented enough, rich enough, or skinny enough. I continued to feel picked on as my first marriage ended in divorce, and my pregnancies with my second husband weren't pretty or planned. Why didn't life go my way? Then I clearly remember the day something clicked inside my head. My husband called me one morning and said our accountant made an error and we owed $10,000 in taxes due that day by 3 p.m. I was to drive 45 minutes downtown to pay our new accountant and sign some papers. I piled three little kids, including a brand new baby, into the car and headed north. The ride was bumpy and the car didn't feel right, but I had a deadline. As I pulled into the accountant's office, I looked in my rearview mirror and all three kids were asleep. How was I going to get an infant in a carrier, a sleeping toddler, and a 45-pound preschooler up two flights of stairs? My day got even more complicated when I got out of the car and noticed that my tire was flat. Not low, flat. I was stalling outside my car trying to figure out what to do when a man walked out of the building. Somehow I knew he was our new accountant whom I'd never met. I said, do you happen to be Josh? He was. I asked him if he wouldn't mind bringing me down the papers since all my kids had fallen asleep. He ran upstairs and brought down the paperwork. I signed the papers and wrote him a check. Then I showed him my tire and asked him where the nearest tire store was. He pointed to one that I could see from where I was parked. It was literally two minutes away. So I drove off to the tire store. They couldn't help me because I have some kind of fancy tires, but the nice man did put air in my flat tire and directed me to a tire store that could help me, and it was only another two minutes away. I drove there. They did not have my tires in stock, but they could get them in if I could wait two hours. What other choice did I have? I decided to get all four tires changed and rotated since they were in need of a change anyway. My toddler threw a major fit and my baby needed to nurse as I sat there for over three hours. I finally made it home with much less money in my bank account. What sticks out to me about this day is that unlike my high school self, I never melted down. I never felt sorry for myself. I never asked why me. I was patient and calm and grateful. Grateful that I had nowhere else to be that day so I could roll with the punches. Grateful that we had $10,000 in the bank so we could pay our taxes. Grateful that my tire didn't blow on the freeway with three little kids in the car. Grateful that our accountant came outside when he did so I didn't have to wake up my kids to go in the building. Grateful that the tire stores were so close. Grateful that I could get my tires changed. Grateful that I had the money to pay for them. Grateful that my kids were troopers for the most part. And grateful that I had a house and husband to come home to after a stressful day. I wish I could tell you what exactly happened inside my head that day. But all I can say is that I think I finally landed gratitude. It was kind of like my son learning to do a front flip on the trampoline. He practiced and practiced and always landed on his bum, and then one day, he landed the front flip on his feet. We all rushed outside to see the momentous event. Now, he lands his front flips regularly. That's what happened to me. I had practiced and practiced gratitude with my children and myself, and then one day, I finally landed it. Just like a flip, gratitude is a skill that has to be learned and practiced. Gratitude is not an innate characteristic or a talent that you are born with. It does come easier to some, just like a flip would. But the good news is that gratitude can be fostered and developed through diligent practice. End quote. Isn't that just the coolest metaphor of landing gratitude like you would land a trick on a trampoline? The more you practice it, the better you get at it. I just love that. And so for today's episode... I'm going to share three ideas of ways that we can practice gratitude with our children, that we can help our children learn how to land gratitude. Okay, so takeaway number one is to start a daily gratitude practice with them. Something that you will do as a family, that you will talk about a lot, that will really become part of the routine. And I am completely biased, obviously, But I think that this kid's Flex of Gold Journal is a great example of a simple and powerful daily gratitude practice that you can start in your home. I feel like one of the most powerful things that the Flex of Gold Journal has done for our family culture in my home is it's given us a term that we all know. It's given us a common language and a way to notice and talk about the good things that are happening in our life. Often my kids will be like, mom, is this going to be your fleck of gold for today? When we're having like a really beautiful moment together, or they'll tell me, mom, this is my fleck of gold for today. I love that this has become common verbiage that we use that we can identify in the moment when something really beautiful is happening. And that is really the power of a gratitude practice. It teaches your mind to look for the good in the moment. When you have a conscious gratitude practice, whether that is writing down a beautiful moment from every day or sharing a high and low at dinner, which I know a lot of families do, something like that, you start to look for those things and your brain starts to see more of them as they happen. And that's actually been proven. There's a term in psychology called the frequency illusion. It's also known as the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. I probably am pronouncing that wrong. Good old Wikipedia defines that as the tendency to notice something more often after noticing it for the first time, leading to the belief that it has an increased frequency of occurrence. So basically, when your awareness of something increases, it leads you to believe that it's actually happening more, even if that's not the case. Once you know the term flex of gold and you start looking for flex of gold, all of a sudden you will see flex of gold everywhere because that is what you have trained your brain to look for. Dan Sullivan said, your eyes only see and your ears only hear what your brain is looking for. So giving your kids a daily gratitude practice, whether that's the Flex of Gold Journal or some other daily gratitude practice, is helping their brains to see the good and the things to be grateful for in their lives. Let's take a quick break to thank this episode's sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Ritual, a multivitamin company passionate about helping you start and maintain. Daily Rituals That Will Bless Your Life and Physical Body. As we just talked about, writing in a gratitude journal every day gives you a daily dose of emotional wellness, and taking a high-quality multivitamin every day can give you a daily dose of physical wellness. This is why I recently started taking rituals multivitamin called Essential for Women 18+. I have never been someone who has a really dialed-in morning routine. I am way too disorganized for that. So I appreciate that Ritual makes it easy for me to just take this simple step to boost my wellness. Two vitamin capsules once a day, with or without food. I just have my Ritual bottle right next to my toothbrush, and since I never forget to brush my teeth in the morning, I now never forget to take my vitamins. Ritual's Essential for Women multivitamin is clinically backed for women ages 18 and above with high-quality and traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms, It is one of the few women's multivitamins on the market that's USP certified, meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula. It's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. If you're a busy, sometimes disorganized, often messy mom like me, instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. And great news, Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during your first month. Visit Ritual.com slash 3in30 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's Ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash 3in30. Okay, so the second takeaway for how we can help to teach our children the skill of gratitude actually comes from that article by Tiffany Erickson, and this is what she calls the good news, bad news game. This is something that she does with her children to help them to practice landing gratitude. Tiffany says this. When something negative happens to my children, I acknowledge what's wrong or frustrating or what hurts with the bad news. Then we find a bright spot in the situation with the good news. For example, my daughter Croft biffed it hard on the grass. She came up crying with a lightly scraped chin. After some comforting and hugging, I said, well, the bad news is you fell hard and it must hurt. The good news is that you fell on the grass and not on the sidewalk. Your chin would be bleeding if you'd hit the concrete. The next day, Elle fell hard on the sidewalk. She came up crying too. I said, the bad news is you fell. The good news is that you didn't land on the same elbow that you hit when you tripped yesterday. We kind of giggled about that one. The bad news is my kids fall and trip all the time. The good news is they always get up and we've never had a broken arm or stitches. You can really apply bad news good news to almost any situation. I'm hoping this parenting technique teaches my children to acknowledge and accept the pain or discomfort of the moment, but then move forward and find the good in every bad situation, End quote. I love the idea of the good news, bad news game. I could totally see this becoming, again, part of the vernacular of your family, the way you talk when hard things happen. But what I love about it is that it does acknowledge the hard first. You're allowed to feel your feelings. You're allowed to say the situation really sucks. But then you can also look for the bright side in most situations and model what that looks like to acknowledge your feelings and to also be able to express gratitude even when things are hard. I love the idea of the good news, bad news game. And then our third and final takeaway for how to teach our children to be grateful is to help them write thank you notes or make thank you phone calls when they're given gifts or service. And I know, I know, this is a hard one for busy moms. It can be like pulling teeth to get your kids to sit down to write a thank you note. And in some ways, I feel like the art of the thank you note is becoming a lost art in our time. When I was growing up, I feel like it was pretty much expected that you would write thank you notes after you had a birthday party or Christmas or things like that. And that's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit, I think, in our more digital generation. But I think that this is a really pretty simple way to model for our kids and teach them that when somebody gives you something, you need to express gratitude for it. And you need to take a few minutes to think about what you've been given and to say thank you to that person. One thing that I've tried to teach my kids is that when you write a thank you note, it really shouldn't be totally generic. Otherwise, it won't mean anything. And it will just be that thing that says, thank you for the gift. I really liked it. And you read it and you toss it in the trash can. I teach them that if they can even add one sentence that's more personalized, that's more heartfelt, that's maybe not even about the gift itself, but about the relationship that they have with that person, that that can take a thank you note to a whole new level. And I kind of had to chuckle because the other day my husband was writing thank you notes to his staff for his pediatric dentist office for something. And he had me read over them. And I said, man, for somebody who's not very good at verbal words of affirmation, you can sure write an amazing thank you note. And he said, well, I have been well taught. (laughs) And I just laughed because I remember kind of coaching Ryan when we were writing our thank you notes for our wedding presents that it's not about thanking them for the bowl. It's about thanking them for the impact that they've had in your life and for the relationship and for showing up to your wedding and for caring about you. And that's kind of what I try to communicate to my kids with thank you notes. But also, I'm a real mom and I get how hard this is. One of my children actually has a diagnosed disability that makes writing really, really difficult for them. So getting that child to sit down and write a thank you note is like pulling teeth. Sometimes it's easier than others. But honestly, I don't really care if it's written as long as the gift or the service is acknowledged in some way. So if that child would rather call the person and have a quick conversation and just say, hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for the money you sent for my birthday or for the gift that you sent. How are you doing? You really mean a lot to me. That's great. And in fact, maybe even better. And there's been times when this child has called like a grandparent or something and I think it actually made their day to get a real phone call. You could also have them just record a little video that you send to them over the phone. So it doesn't necessarily have to be sitting down and writing out the gratitude if that's a huge struggle with your child, but just some acknowledgement that people are serving them either with material objects or with their time and their energy and their effort It's always really important to me to have my kids write thank you notes to their teachers at the end of the year and, again, personalize it a little bit and say kind of what their favorite part of the class was or something that stood out to them. I was a high school English teacher for many years, and I can tell you that the most meaningful gifts that I got were the personalized thank you letters from students or their parents sharing how I made a difference in their life. And so I always try to do that for teachers as well. And then of course, modeling this for our kids and writing thank you notes ourselves and narrating out loud. This was That was so nice when that person did this for me or gave this to me or made us dinner or whatever it is. I really, I'm gonna sit down and write them a thank you note right now and doing it in front of your kids or even I need to shoot them a thank you text right now. Maybe not quite as personal as a thank you note, but something is better than nothing and you are creating a culture of gratitude in your family. When you encourage the writing or the speaking of thank yous to people who have given you something. So that's it, my friends. Those are my three takeaways today for how we can work with our kids to practice gratitude. I want you to envision them out on a trampoline, practicing over and over a front flip and finally seeing them land it. And that's what it's gonna be like as parents when our kids have flashes of being really emotionally mature and saying thank you without us having to tell them to, when they start to initiate writing a thank you note or expressing gratitude or calling grandma, when they start to use these phrases in their day-to-day life and they're saying, this was my fleck of gold or mom, the bad news is this, but the good news is this, it will pay off. And the more grateful that we can be as their parents and the more that we can model that for them, the more that they will start to learn this skill because it is a skill. And it's going to come with a lot of practice over a lifetime. So those three simple takeaways for how to help your kids practice gratitude are first, start a daily gratitude practice with them, something that will help them to have the frequency illusion where they start to believe that there is more good in their life than maybe there actually is because it's what they're looking for. I personally think that the Flex of Gold digital journal is a fantastic way to start a daily gratitude practice with your family. And remember you can get that at 3and30podcast.com/shop and it will be on sale through the end of November with the code KIDS. Second takeaway is to play the good news bad news game. Basically when something hard or bad happens, start with the bad news, acknowledge it and then move on to the good news. This was bad but it could have been worse, and I'm grateful. (laughs) Even in this moment, I can be grateful. I love the idea of the good news, bad news game. And then third and finally, help your kids write thank you notes or make thank you calls to the people in their life who give them things or who serve them in meaningful ways. And I think the holidays are gonna give us a lot of opportunities to do that with our kids. Friends, I hope you know that I am so grateful for you, truly, I am so grateful for the time that you spend with me every week. I'm grateful for the ways that you support my small business by purchasing the Flex of Gold Journal. And I did want to mention that we're going to be having our annual Black Friday sale on our mom version of the Flex of Gold Journal, which is a beautiful linen bound hardcover book, an heirloom quality journal where you can write down the beautiful moments that you share with your kids every day. That journal is going to be on sale marked down $5 per journal starting Thanksgiving day until the end of November. So be on the lookout for that. You can find it at the same place that you'd find the printable, 3in30podcast.com slash shop. And you can use the code 3in30 for an additional 10% off on top of the sale price of that journal. So be sure to go check that out on Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you. I'm rooting for you. And I hope you have a beautiful week with your family. Hi, I'm Monica Packer, the host of About Progress. You know, it seems like most personal development advice out there is made up of all or nothing extremes designed for perfect robots. Instead, About Progress makes progress practical for real women leading real lives. Can you really transform your life outside of perfectionism? Yes. Here you'll learn how to do something and grow in ways that stick. Listen to About Progress on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.